Hey there, I'm Percival Constantine and excited to introduce you to Paragons of Earth. Brace yourself for this unstoppable, mind-blowing comic book sensation brought to you by myself, Thomas DJ, and Eric Johns. While you eagerly await the release, we've got something special to keep you entertained. Feast your ears on this audio production of the debut of Adam Man. He's just one of the superheroes that makes up our incredible team, and this is just a taste of the pulse-pounding action that awaits you within the pages of Paragons of Earth. So what are you waiting for? Don't miss out on the chance to become a part of comic book history. Paragons of Earth will amaze, astonish, and enthrall you as you embark on the adventure of a lifetime. Find out more about our crowdfunding campaign at paragonscomic.substack.com. Coming soon from Pulp Corner Press. Out of the turmoil and horror of war, a new age is born. The Atomic Age. And now, with the new age, a new man appears on the stage of the world. Who is this new man whose body generates atomic power? It is Adamant! But how will Adamant use his strength? Will it be for good or for evil? What is this amazing story that comes right out of the headlines and leads to the making of the mightiest man? After the news of the atomic bomb was released to the world in the Atomic Institute, Come with me, Barry. I'm holding an important conference in my office, and I want you to be present. Sure, Dr. Carnett. What is it about? Just a few things, but they are important. Perhaps you can guess. There's one important question for us now. What is going to happen to atomic power? Yes, you're right. That's what we have to discuss. Ah, oh, there you are, Dr. Carnack. Everyone's here. <coughs> Science is capable of creating great destruction, gentlemen. But that is not the purpose of science. It is our task to make the discoveries that will make life better for all people of this earth. And we have just made the greatest scientific discovery of all time. Atomic power. We have used it destructively against the hate-filled fascist enemies of mankind. Now we must turn to peaceful construction. That is our present job. Our work is no longer secret. We shall be known as the Atomic Institute from now on. Our job is to use atomic power for the good of all, regardless of race, religion, nationality. And the first job is a complete review of all the research we have gathered in the past few years. It's a big job, but we'll do it. The secret of atomic power must never be permitted to fall into greedy hands. We must be on guard at all times, for I have no doubt the evil minds are plotting right now. And Dr. Carnet is right, for even at this very moment in a richly furnished penthouse. I tell you, Mr. Twist, there isn't any way to get close to the vault. The whole thing is underground, and there's a whole army guarding it. It's absolutely impossible! I didn't ask for your opinion. I've already planned the only way to get the secret. Here's the report on the staff working on Enum Research, Mr. Twist. Everything is there, from when they were born to what they eat for breakfast. Ah, good. Very good. Let me see this report. Excellent. Excellent. I will know everything about every member of their staff. 
their habits, their strong points, and their weaknesses. Now we shall go ahead and get control of atomic power. Take this flower, Fingers, and do exactly what I tell you. Tomorrow night, I shall have the secret of the atom in my hands. Okay, Mr. Twist. That morning, as the members of the Atomic Institute come to work. That's the guy Mr. Twist told me to put the flower on. Here it goes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Why don't you watch where you're going, bud? Rude fellow. Somebody ought to teach him manners. Hope Mr. Twist knows what he's doing. Pinning a flower on a guy? I don't get it. But I'm not paid to think. Good morning, Kramer. Here's my pass. I'm working in the vault today. Sure, Mr. Dale. Just sign in next to the time. There you go. A single elevator leads underground to the vault. This is certainly an airtight security system. Every minute I'm in this building is checked and stamped on this pass. The day passes quickly as Barry Dale becomes absorbed in the study of the secret atomic formula until it is time for the workers of the Atomic Institute to head home. Hello, Barry. I haven't seen you all day. I've been down in the vault studying all day, Zelda. That's a nice flower you're wearing. Huh? What flower? The one on your lapel. This is the first time I've seen you paying attention to your clothes. Oh, yes. How did it get there? Don't you even remember that? I must be absent-minded. Like a real professor. <clears throat> Don't block the sidewalk, mister. People gotta pass. Sorry, I... That's the same man. Your flower. You must have dropped it when that man bumped into you. I still think somebody should teach him a lesson. Oh, I can always get another flower. It was a nice flower. What a shame to lose it. Ah, it wasn't important. Important? That evening, we learned Mr. Twist has other ideas about it. Here it is, boss. I did just what you said. Wonderful fingers. Wonderful. I now have the secret of the atom in my possession. I shall inform my board of directors. But we got the stuff. What more do we need? A scientist who could put these secret plans into operation. And I've got the very man picked out. Barry Dale. The report of all the staff of the Atomic Institute tells me all I need to know about him. He's young, ambitious... Go to his home and bring him to me. Sure, Mr. Twist. We know what to do. Uh, what? Get up and get dressed. You're coming with us to talk to the boss. When Mr. Twist wants to see someone, it means right away. What does he want with me? He'll tell you. Get going! And soon, Barry is brought to the Sinister Mastermind. 
Here he is, Mr. Twist. Ah, come in, Mr. Dale. I've been anxious to meet you. What do you want? I want you to work for me, and I'll pay you well. A thousand dollars a week. Fame, position, wealth, power. Anything you ask. Must be an important job. What is it? I want you to build and operate an atomic power plant for me. I have the secret formula in my possession now. That's impossible. You couldn't possibly have it. <laughs> when you know me better, you'll know that I do the impossible. Fingers, operate the movie projector. Could we have a traitor at the Atomic Institute? What other way could he get the secret? That film has all the information there is to know about atomic power. Now do you believe me? It's... it's true. Who gave it to you? Perhaps if I tell you that you are the traitor who gave me the secret of the atom, you'll change your mind. You wouldn't want the world to know you betrayed your trust, would you? That's a lie! You wore this flower in your lapel all day while you studied the atomic formula. And inside the flower was this small camera taking pictures of all the papers. That flower? A man bumped into me. Now I remember, you framed me! Make up your mind, Barry. Money, power, fame, or disgrace. Which will you have? My answer is still no. I'll expose you and your tricks. I was prepared for this too. The information I shared will die with you. Take care of him, boys! There he goes! That's the end of Barry Dale! Hmm... Bring this Zelda James to me, boys. If I can't bribe her, then spoiling her pretty face might bring her around to working with me. Yes, she's the one. Sure death awaits Barry Dale at the bottom of the skyscraper. Better to die this way than betray- But an amazing thing happens as he lands lightly on his feet. Hey, I'm in one piece. No man could live after such a fall, but I'm alive. Maybe I'm asleep, and this is some kind of nightmare. I'll kick this fire hydrant and see if I'm awake. It, it, it broke off like it was made of paper. Where'd I get strength like that? Better leap out of the... Hey, this is amazing. Perhaps I got enough strength to fix the fire hydrant. The edges are melting together again. Now I've got to figure out the source of my strength. Where does it come from? Something started inside of me as a result of the shock of being tossed out of the window. But what is it? It's like an atomic explosion. An atomic explosion! That's it! An atomic explosion inside of me. Madame Curie, who discovered radium, later found out her body became radioactive. I've handled radium and uranium for years. Can I be radioactive? I've got to get to my lab right now! Through the night, a light burns in Barrydale's private laboratory. There's no doubt about it. I am radioactive. Evidently, my body is so geared as a result of working with radium and uranium that it can explode atoms and give me atomic strength. So, 
Fate has picked me, given me strange superhuman powers. I can smash mountains, wipe out whole cities, travel for thousands of miles at one leap. I can move faster than thought. There's no limit to my atomic power. Perhaps I am the new type of man who will come into existence as the atomic age develops. But at this time, I am the only Adaman on Earth. What am I to do with my power? I can use it for good or selfishly keep it for my own profit. No, atomic power cannot belong to one man or a group of men or even one nation. It belongs to the whole world. My own power must be used to help all people, regardless of race or creed or nationality. I am strong, therefore it is my duty to help the weak. With a new atomic age, a new man is born. Ataman! My first job is to recover the atomic formula. Swifter than thought, Barrydale prepares for a new role. Atomic power makes plain Barrydale a freak. Mobbed by autograph hunters and curious people, his job is to go on being peaceful, but the quickest way to get this job done is to fly straight to Mr. Twist's penthouse. And while Barrydale was discovering his strange powers, Mr. Twist was making another discovery, one that did not please him. Amazing, you scientists. I can't bribe you with money, social position, or power. But you are proud of your pretty face, Miss James. And this beaker of acid will spoil it forever unless you agree to work for me. And the answer is still no. You've made your choice. This will burn your face and turn you into an ugly hag. No, no, help! But at that moment, a streak of fury hurtles across the room so swiftly that it is almost invisible. But something smacked me! The acid! It... it stopped in the middle of the air! No, the acid didn't stop in midair, Mr. Twist, and as you can see, it had no effect on me. Now, I'll trouble you to hand the film of the atomic formula over to me. Who... who are you? Where did you come from? I am Adaman, the guardian of a new age of peace security, and happiness for all people. Now, where is that film? It's... it's in that safe, you orange and red clad buffoon. Mr. Twist thinks he'll escape while I'm trying to open the safe. I'll get the film and bring him back. Won't he be surprised? Quick, get in. We've got seconds to get away. But it is Adaman who is in for a surprise. What? He planted an explosive charge. Swifter than the exploding flame. Zelda, the explosion can't hurt me, but she'll be burned to a crisp if I don't move fast. Just in time. One of Twist's men was caught in the explosion. I wonder where Twist has got to. Look, above us. Adoman has escaped, but not for long. Dive towards him, fingers. I'm going to blast him with bullets. We'll see if that stops him. And if that don't work, the propeller will tear him apart. Don't worry, Zelda. My body will block the bullets and... No! My escape gyro! Oh, crash! Help! Adaman! I'll see that you land safely, Zelda. But I'm afraid Mr. Twist is not going to enjoy his. And 
fate lends a strange final twist to the career of Mr. Twist. Will, will I see you again, Adaman? You'll see a lot of me. When? I'll always be near whenever the rights of all men are in danger. And so begins the story of the mightiest man who ever lived in fact or fiction, Ataman. Ataman will be featured in Paragons of Earth number one in the greatest adventures ever published in any comic. Listening to The Making of the Mightiest Man, adapted by Thomas DJ, with sound design by Chris Honeywell and performed by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works. Music by Shane Ivers. Nicole Tomty was announcer and fingers. Eugene R. Hendricks was narrator. Chris Honeywell was Dr. Carnett and government guy. David Ellis was Barry Dale and Adaman. Chris Tyler was Thug. Tim Price was Mr. Twist. Casey Boudinot was Zelda. Kira Hendricks was Kramer. This audio play was based on the story with art by Jerry Robinson, featured in the Spark Publications comic, Ataman No. 1, and is in the public domain. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at digitalcomicmuseum.com. Please visit and support them. Please contact us at 8twinfo at gmail.com and join the conversation in the 8TW Discord. You can find the invite at 8TW.blogspot.com, where you can also find news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night.